You're listening to the Digital Mastermind Podcast, the place for entrepreneurs who are invested in improving themselves and their business. With your host, business coach and serial entrepreneur, Hillary Russell. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Digital Mastermind. I'm your host, Hillary Russell, and today we have a Honestly, I guess that I'm super excited about Valerie Chan, who is a TEDx speaker, um, multiply published author. I've, I've seen a lot of your articles <laughs> and um, entrepreneur and uh, business owner. So thank you so much, Valerie, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Hillary. I, I want to talk a little bit um, about, uh, well, our topic today of reawakening creativity which goes right in hand with the um ted talk that you gave but beforehand Mm -hmm. beforehand um we we met in the online world and so what i know of you is from our short conversation and the online stalking i've done (laughs) so tell us a little bit tell us uh the listeners a little bit about your background and um your experience up to this point sure so i (laughs) I have a very wide and um, varied career just in general. I was, um, I kind of started in the technology world um, doing marketing and um, then did some PR for Microsoft way back when and worked with a bunch of startups. Um, had one company, uh, sold that when I was in my um, early 30s. Uh, as it was a PR consultancy. And then I, practice law, which everybody, I know, like everybody says, I want to go to law school, but I actually went to law school at night and um, was able to successfully transition over to to law and did that for a few years thinking that I would love it. And um, I didn't love it. (laughs) So so I I went back into PR and um, it just became this, like this, focus for the company. And so now um, I own an agency that has over 20 people, um, which is kind of exciting, and, and helping a lot of startups in addition to more established companies grow. Um, and then on top of it, started another uh, company um, focused on COVID resiliency and creativity called Reclaim Brain, which is kind of fun, and have spoken at numerous conferences and um, including TEDx just this year on um, reawakening the senses and uh, yeah that's about it oh and on the side I um, I'm an active um, builder of homes so I do real estate oh yeah. wow that's awesome yeah I've so, yeah, I, so I'm developing a property right now so oh cool okay very yeah. so very mm-hmm. diversified experience <laughs> very diversified experience um i think one thing feeds into the other and and um, my friends and my colleagues describe me as very entrepreneurial i would so. say so <laughs> that's so incredible i um i'm excited to hear and your your tedx talk is you said going live next week um so i'm so excited to see that recorded version and um, today with, with our topic of conversation and, and really the topic of your 
um, one of the businesses that you're involved with, Reclaimed Brain. Mm -hmm. The whole purpose mm -hmm. around it is, like you said, reawakening that creativity and building resilience through COVID-19. So talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that. What does that mean? Yeah, well, so one of the things that, and I kind of talk about this in my, my TED Talk, um, my TED Talk was on October 10th um, at TEDx Farmingdale. It was a live stream event, um, which had over 836 people. And then it should be, um, it takes about two months to actually produce because they were like, instead of being on stage, you actually have eight cameras on you. But um, during, that, um, during that TED experience, and the reason why I'm talking about the TED experience is that in um, my TED talk, I, um, I experienced something that's happened that's similar to what we're experiencing during COVID. So I had a traumatic brain injury. I was severely injured um, in a uh, car accident on the freeway. And so um, from the accident, I had to learn to walk again and talk again. Oh, and wow. yeah, but it made me start realizing the impact to brain neuro, um, neuroplasticity. And I had to figure out ways to repattern my brain and um, find ways to, um, and as a business owner, it's very difficult when you can't talk <laughs> to actually communicate. And as a lawyer and communications expert running a virtual PR agency, uh, you know, it's my, my job to articulate complex legal and technology concepts. Right, um, and help our clients through it. So really helping to manage and grow the business and then also to provide counsel. And so I bring the, the neuroplasticity up is because I had to find different ways of working, right? I had to use different parts of my body to communicate with my staff to, and trust that everything was going to be okay. And then I had a journey where um, not only did I have to um, repattern and use uh, concept matching games and puzzles to understand and do word association games so I could talk again, I also had to do it walking. So going back, you know, fa fast forward to COVID, what's happening right now, which people aren't talking about, is, and, and you find it in some articles, you don't, scientists are just starting to come out with these types of studies right now, but what we're going through right now is a form of culture shock and uh, sensory deprivation. And COVID kind of was the catalyst to um, us not being able to adapt well in this environment, not just like stay at home from work, but like also how do we actually interact with each other? And there are multiple studies now that show that the brain has physically shrunk. And so people end up um, like having difficulty thinking. There may be brain fog. There may be, um, you know, people may be confused or different, different emotions might come up or you might change your personality or people might be more depressed. And so, and then on top of that, like not only dealing with the, you know, the, the physical environments um, and the emotional environments from being at home and not being in the surrounding areas and surrounding environments and that we had, you know, mm -hmm. workforce as, as workers, as entrepreneurs and, and whatnot to actually be, ha like be and do and be excited about work. And so 
COVID resiliency training is all about making sure that you have the right tools and modalities and um, techniques to get you in the right place so that you could be 100% you, right? So that you can be excited about work again and, and passionate and love what you're doing. And, you know, and it's, it's across the board, not only how do we function, um, like, but also what can we create during this time? And so Reclaim Brain kind of is basically, a, it's a five-step process, uh, first with the initial workshop, kind of like what I'm talking about right now, so that you can get into the space of creativity again, um, ensuring that like the environmental factors and the emotional factors you might have because you're more isolated, um, you know, can take, will help you get out of that. And then a creativity course or um, some training around how do you effectively ideate now that you're out of this, what can you create? Right. Let's see what you can create. And, and what is the process for creativity, not just for the sake of coming up with ideas, but really standing in the values of what you believe your, and if, it, if it's for your company and you're an entrepreneur and your business, your company believes and that your employees can really rally around um, to, to go forward and, and actually increase your revenue. I know right. it's a longer um, answer to your question and hopefully more detailed, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. That is perfect. And yeah. you have a great point. I think that, you know, as an entrepreneur, we all have had spouts of being stuck in a slump, you know, a creativity mm -hmm. slump or um, like a writer's or content creative um, creativity block even, right? Mm -hmm. um, but more so definitely with COVID-19 and the pandemic this year, it's, um, you know, it's created different scenarios and different situations for every single business in one form or another. Um, so Valerie, would you mind speaking a little bit? Because I know that you've you've got some incredible ideas around this, but um, for individuals who are finding themselves mm -hmm. in a slump, right, where it's almost depressing, right? You don't know yeah. what, <laughs> um, what, what do you suggest? What are your ways of coping with that type of slump and how do you get out of it? Right, so that's where accessing um, the six senses kind of come into effect, right? I think, with, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you the, the PC answer, I'll give you the real answer. Um, so the PC answer is that, you know, yes, like online learning helps, like learning about new subjects, going outside, taking a walk outside, having new conversations always sparks, um, you know, the opportunity for learning, for growth. It may jigger your curiosity, but I think, you know, a couple of things. One is trauma, right? Trauma, because this is traumatic and just acknowledging where you're at right now and then really kind of starting from, you know, asking yourself the hard questions. And it's, it's more of an introspective look versus let's just go out and find something new to do, which people tend to do because it's action oriented. You know, it all starts with first, asking yourself the hard questions. Are we showing up for our, you know, our team members, our colleagues? Are we showing up for our family members and members and loved ones? You know, are we showing up for ourselves? And if we're not, you know, 
how do we want to show up? What do we want to be after COVID? What yeah. can we do? You know, and then what do you want to create? And start thinking about how you can move in a new way to reach what your vision is a year from now, five years from now, right? And, and looking at it and seeing and feeling where you're at now. And then at that point, by truly listening to yourself, like things will start kind of popping up. That's when you access your sixth sense, so to speak, your intuition. And for me, when I was going through the accident, yes, it, it was hard to talk, right? I had a stutter and, and I would reverse words and concepts and I still, I still do that every now and then. Hmm. But what would happen to me is because I couldn't do that, I sat with myself and I tried to move every day in a new way, either through movement or through, you know, like picking up a different book or putting different concepts on around my, my wall. But I also, I also kind of challenged myself to say, okay, what do I like to do? And I asked myself this question every day, you know, how are you inspired? And I put that up, I know kind of silly, but I put that up on, on my, my bathroom mirror and all of a sudden things started coming to me and I started dreaming again and thinking again and writing again. And I used to be a prolific writer when I was younger um, and, and some of my writing had gotten picked up, but um, I, the things that came out of me were amazing and they actually helped tie me through when I couldn't talk and walk, right? And that being able to sit with my sixth sense and bring out the, you know, the intuition so that I can move forward and interact in a new way helped me to reawaken my creativity so that um, when I fully, you know, was able to walk, talk, and function again, I was able to do more, you know? And, you know, I, like, just this year, I was able to uh, complete a screenplay, believe it or not, um, with a friend of mine, and we um, submitted it to uh, a BBC television writing competition, which was kind of fun. Oh, we didn't wow. really, yeah, but we were one of the finalists, and then we submitted it to BAFTA and got a bunch of notes on that as well. So just, you know, fun projects like that. Mm -hmm. I, since the accident, I completed a, a book, which was great. Um, I'm still in, in my draft format. I'm in, like in the second rev of now a 200 page book so oh, wow. <laughs> trying to, yeah I'm trying to condense it down and you know um it's also by accessing that sixth sense and asking yourself the hard questions and sitting with yourself yeah you can see where the next steps are for you to go and you can show up to your friends and loved ones and your colleagues mm -hmm. um, and the thing opportunities will come to you because you're actually using your intuition yeah. And that is guiding you forward. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I love that. And it sounds like <clears throat> you really leveraged that idea. I, I mean, obviously to its full potential because you are, yeah. I mean, we're on the podcast. So for those listening, sitting here on the Zoom call, you know, you're, you're talking, moving around. And I, it's, I never would have guessed that you were in that type of accident, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that's incredible talking about, you know, following your intuition that way, when it comes to starting a business and, and scaling a business, um, 
do you ever find that it's almost, and I guess let me back up in my mind, following intuition is just following like that gut feeling of like what mm -hmm. to do next. Right. <laughs> uh, did you ever find yourself being scared or hesitant to follow that with any of the businesses that you, um, you know, that you now run? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> so yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples like, um, for, for platform, just because I've been doing for so long and I, I definitely, I have no, <laughs> I definitely don't have any fear about where they're, the company's going to go and, and how mm -hmm. it's, you know, how it's going to go forward and the growth of the business for reclaim brain. Like, it's a new process in terms of just trusting that things will come and, and they have. And so the, the most amazing opportunities have come just by listening and like putting it out there that the opportunities will come and the conversations that come to you, like you can't put logical sense to it, but all right. of a sudden like one and one equals four, right? Not two. <laughs> and so it becomes, it comes a lot faster like the process moves faster the not not only creation of the coursework but the people come to you faster because uh you're listening to intuition and you, you don't have that you know crazy brain trying to tell you what to do because you should be doing something mm -hmm. right and same thing with the house like um so i um at one of the side projects that i do is real estate um typically i either fix and flip or um, do a what like build new houses or um, manage real estate all that stuff and and the project that I'm working on now um, kind of came to me but like I didn't listen to intuition when I started the project yeah. and because of it like all this downstream effect the domino effect in terms of project management has gone like sideways and all of that could have been stopped mm -hmm. by listening and making the right choice by listening right. at the beginning. And I wouldn't be having any of these problems. And right. it was just like, wow, okay, that's how much it really does impact like a particular process, the cost of something, the whatever the next effect would be. Because if you don't listen to your gut, mm -hmm. at least for me, um, sometimes it just doesn't bode well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very true. And that kind of brought an interesting concept to my mind. Um, mm -hmm. The question of, is everyone's intuition created equal? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think in my mind, you know, you look at um, like Tony Robbins or Grant Cardone or, you know, these big names in the marketing space or in real estate spaces. Mm -hmm. And their intuition, right, their entrepreneurial intuition is far greater than than mine or you know than an individual oh, yeah, right I, I disagree i think do you? So okay so that's my question yeah no i i disagree i i would say that when it comes to intuition everybody is born with the six senses right, right. we're we're in effect we're just animals and then we have like an intuition that guides us to survive right mm -hmm. to survive and thrive like look at the birds look at the squirrels look at you know like look at nature unfolding the way it is what happens though is that because of the way that we're raised this is a david nagelism 
But because of the way that we're raised, like that intuition doesn't get listened to at all. And we're kind of seeking whatever everybody else's approvals are or what we're told to do. And so that intuition gets buried. And so what happens is the people that you see, like a Tony Robbins, for example, he, or even a David Nagel, he followed his intuition. The people that are more, most successful follow their intuition and it guides them to be the success that, that they are and that we are today. So the right. question is, how, how much are you going to listen to what that success is going to be? Or are you too afraid to act, right? Yes. And that's the difference between someone like a Tony Robbins or mm-hmm. someone like, like me. Like sometimes I even question my intuition. And yet sure. at the same time, it's guided me into the most amazing situations, you know? Yeah, that's true. I, I love that. So it's not necessarily a measure of your level of intuition, but more of your acknowledgement of it and your willingness to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. And your ability to listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's incredible. Okay. So um, uh, one more question before I'll, sure. I'll let you, <laughs> sorry, this is just bringing up more yeah. ideas and, and thoughts for me, but what would you t- say or, or what advice would you give to individuals? Because mm-hmm. I believe that there is um, a certain level of almost awakening when you are um, an entrepreneur starting a business, whatever type of business or company that might be. Um, you're right. There's, there's a certain level of allowing yourself to follow what it is that you're wanting to do, whether you look like an idiot or not. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so what, what advice would you give to individuals who are in maybe that, um, almost limbo stage of this great idea that they have, but they're hesitant because they're just worried about what others perceptions might be or you know what or maybe they'll fail or you know different things yeah like that. um that's a really good question you know just think back of what you really want you know what is your vision mm-hmm. and like and then insert that in what you have and then start really noodling on okay how can i fulfill that vision and then um, put it put it down, and then you look at where am I at now? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do I have the skill set for it? If I don't have the skill set for it, what do I need to learn? Am I surrounded by the right people to actually fulfill my vision? If I don't, what does that look like? And then from the resources that I have now, this is not an easy exercise. Because it's a hard <laughs> assessment of where you're at and whatnot. But right. do I have the resources that I have to fulfill this vision? And if I like, and then you could ask yourself, yes, am I am I willing to, to to put the resource into this, or do I have access to the resources to fulfill this vision? Mm-hmm. And then and then put it all down on paper like you would like a white paper, and then start connecting the dots. And and. And once you start connecting the dots of what you can and you what will not do, you'll be able to segment, okay, this is my 18th month plan or my 24 month plan, or here's who, who I see myself as, here's where I'm at now. Like, okay, you'll start, like the first pieces on how to move forward will start falling in place and you'll just know. I know it sounds 
Yeah. You just know how to move forward as a beginning entrepreneur. And maybe you're in a job now and you want to be an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. you know, like you could definitely put together a process to to make that happen. It's not a logical process, by the way, what I'm talking about, even though I'm putting logical parameters around it, right? (laughs) It's, It's something where like you're, you're stepping into your passion project as your full-time job as an entrepreneur. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, that's where you'll see the success. Okay. That's, that's a great, great example of an exercise that, you know, anybody can, can do and would be beneficial for any stage of, um, you know, success that they're wanting to accomplish. So thank you for that. That's phenomenal. Um, perfect. Well, well, Valerie, before we finish our conversation here, um, I did want to bring up, you are teaching and, and guiding a workshop at the NASDAQ Entrep- um, Entrepreneurial Center, correct? On December yeah. 15th. Okay. I wanted to make sure I had that right. <laughs> yeah, I am. I and then the re- yeah. yeah. So um, it, it's kind of fun. It's based off of the work uh, that we do with Reclaim Brain. Um, and that is, uh, so I'm, I'm just kind of giving a, it's a two hour workshop if, if people want to attend, or you could attend the webinar and then the workshop or just the webinar. And the webinar kind of gives you a foundation for how to look at um, like, okay, well, what, what do I want to create in 2021? How can I get there? Uh, but I'll, we're, we're, I'm laying a foundation of, oh, um, Okay, I'm laying a um, I'm laying a foundation for you know values, vision, um, uh, brand, um, any sort of conflicts that you might have, and so people understand. Okay, here's here's how I can look at a problem. Here's how I could effectively ideate for 2021, mm-hmm. and then you know at the end of that webinar, there's a 10 minute um, segment to actually get you into the state of creativity which is kind of fun. And, and we'll be working through different associations and an exercise so that you could start getting into the creative process. And then the second phase is um, during the workshop is we'll work through maybe we're, we're still trying to determine if it's a company or just a problem because mm-hmm. um, one of the NASDAQ companies actually threw out a bunch of problems. We're like, oh, okay, <laughs> wait a second. We don't think <laughs> one or two during this time. But the participants will learn how to effectively ideate and find out different areas of their brain that they could access to come up with something um, so that the company that we're working with or the company the problems that we're trying to solve um, and have um, have different solutions to them and right. they're, they're actionable because I think the biggest thing about creativity and creativity workshops and brainstorming workshops is none of it's actionable mm-hmm. we're putting together an actual process so that you know the individual or company that we work with or we're, we're you know the problems that we're dealing with someone can take it and run with it and say okay this this makes sense because it's it's, it's an extension of my brand right my, my employees can actually take this and run with it so that is the workshop. And then on December 16th, um, we're launching the COVID resiliency, the, um, just kind of a, a test bed for this um, uh, phase. Um, and just for anybody who wants to attend, yeah. um, 
and reclaim brain and that that takes you it's a five-week course to actually get you from you know if you're stressed out or whatnot into the creativity process so that you could do this type of workshop okay um, mm -hmm. that's incredible yeah i um i saw that um the mm -hmm. resiliency program that you had on yeah. your website so yeah. that's awesome we'll we'll include that link in the show notes here for anyone listening um, and then right. Valerie, for the uh, workshop mm -hmm. that you are doing, is there a link for that as well that we can yeah, share? Yeah, perfect. I'll definitely send you the link for for the show notes. Absolutely. Perfect. And any company can join. Um, just uh, it, it's open. This is a uh, part of my. I'm a Nasdaq Entrepreneurial Center teaching fellow, so I um, I love helping entrepreneurs, um, and that's kind of my jam. So that's awesome. I, yeah <laughs> well you're you're obviously very skilled at it <laughs> i think even just from this short conversation i've taken some great points that you know i can start implementing even for my own creativity you know expanding that um on a daily basis so thank you so much for taking the time to to chat with us today and um to meet with me and and share it's your okay. wisdom <laughs> absolutely this has been another episode of the Digital Mastermind Podcast with Hillary Russell. For more information on the Mastermind, visit us online at therussellcollective.com slash mastermind. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time. And remember, stay moving and keep your momentum. Your future self will thank you.